0: Uh, hey everybody, it's uh, Scoots here. It's time for a trending episode. Uh, trending to- it's actually a trending Tuesday episode for me. I'm recording it on a Tuesday. And you know what's in the trends internally is that recently I, I know I did an intro about a Skywriter and I totally, like I said, I- I'm going to write a book about that. And then I forgot, of course, the book title. I filed it away in book titles I'll never remember. Uh, which is, like, one of many uh, Jeopardy! categories about me because, you know, that's what I'm about is my, my egos running the show. You know, things I'm worried, I'll take things I'm worried about for 500 books I've never written and, uh, like, and do, truly don't, well, I couldn't say truly don't attend to. I'm mean, going to have to take a quibble. Alex, uh, Alec, where do I take a quibble with uh, taking a quibble up with Alec uh, for 500, Alec? Uh, what is Alex? Uh, was it was that a daily double thanks uh what other jeopardy categories would there be about me uh like uh um i think that would be a cat that was actually a category i'll take that for 300 alex uh other jacket jeopardy categories about me uh was it mostly there like things things i'm worried about uh regrets uh like i did just did a, did you hear that episode out alex uh Alec, Alex, uh, I, can, I know I know it, but I don't know it. I also, uh, I don't think, it, I, I don't know why I can't remember it. Uh, but, well, mostly because I'm a, I would be embarrassed to call you Alex Trebek when it's Alec. Uh, but it's, uh, but, uh, so i just I'm just hedging my bets in case I'm on a show with categories about me. But, yeah, one category would be uh, books. Uh, w- w- you, r- what about release years for gingerbread press books I haven't written? That that would be a category I could agree with you on, uh, uh, Monsieur trebec Yeah, like I could agree on that. I'd say 2026 uh, uh, would be uh, the year I love to love plants. Uh, yeah, Uh year of plants and plant, plant-based plant uh Embrace, you know that's that, that that's uh, no. What is? I'm sorry, I forgot what is. Uh, so I dropped the ball on that one. Anyway, I got to get out of here because I'm in the middle of a podcast intro, believe or not, not an intro, a podcast episode. Or right? I just has had just has begun trending twi- uh a trending Tuesday, trending Twitter Tuesday episode. Alex, uh, what is r- this moment right now exactly? Uh, yeah, 500. Uh, what is, uh, I don't know. There was one about, uh, like, uh, w- one about the game, uh, with shoots and ladders, but I can't remember what it was called. No, there, I've never done an episode. You appear in a lot of episodes, but I've never done an episode about Jeopardy, but I am in a bit of Jeopardy, like, uh, cause it was that word. Uh, have you listened to Weird Al's, uh, Hamilton uh, thing? Cause you wrote a song about you way back in the day. And, uh, okay, I'll get back to, I don't think I'll be getting back to you, but, uh, I gotta go. Oh boy. Somebody put a, you might, you might as well put him in the OBE or whatever. Put a crown on his head because, uh, anyway, so I'm back. Sorry about that. A little appearance on Jeopardy, but it recently I t- talked about a skills like skywriting, a skywriter. I don't think it was called a lonely skywriter because that's not enough, uh, but uh, you know, sometimes they say when you put like, uh, watch what you. I think my nana used to say this: watch what you put in the universe. Uh, don't put that. In, like, uh, don't put too much of that in the universe. She might have been talking about uh soda in my glass. Uh, but it was it, she put uh, like. Uh, she might have been putting meant putting universal energy into the universe too. And I said, yeah, nana, I'm putting soda-based. uh uh, energy in the universe but then uh so this is like kind of like a travel tuesday trending tuesday episode because i was out walking as most so many of my episodes start and i was walking on the waterfront uh just stroll i was strolling with purpose I, I, I stroll with purpose even though i don't have a purpose believe it or not even if i didn't know i was going and then I heard somebody calling to me, "Hey, hey!" And I said, "That's a that's a le- like the uh, least effective way to get my attention. I mean, I'll know you're there." And I, I said, "Just keep your eyes straight ahead, Scoots. Uh, you don't no, you know nothing good ever came out of hay? It, you know, for you, you never you know had any rolls in the hay, and you've never made hay while the sun is shining." And so the only thing you could do was eat hay like a horse. So just keep moving like a horse. You could keep trotting. But then they said, hey, podcaster. And I couldn't help it because uh, it's so rare. I shot my head in that direction. And I saw what could only be described as a woman having a picnic, uh, uh, except that uh, she also had aviator glasses on. A, uh, whatever those, a white scarf, a silk scarf, as I would later learn. And, uh, the, that kind of thing, like a leather, uh, a pilot's cap, or I don't know what you call it. with was the, the, uh, sunglasses that come down or the goggles, I guess flight goggles is what they're technically called. And a flight suit, uh, matching the scarf, uh, which could also, I, I said to, I said uh, later, I'd say, those could double as pajamas. I said, yeah, if I didn't have my clothes on underneath. And I said, oh, boy, slow it down here. Uh, but I was just kidding anyway. But uh, they could have, I guess this zipper, Like uh, this is a tangent, but um, do, do, is, has any pajamas? I guess, uh, yeah, those kids' pajamas have zippers. And I know there's grown-up onesies nowadays, so those have zippers too. They do have the zipper thing where it folds down, and then you put the little button thing over the zipper, so one, it doesn't unzip, and two, you don't poke anything with the zipper thing of a jig. Uh, but uh, anyway, so, so this was a, a woman uh, having a picnic, ostensibly dressed as a pilot. And I said, are "You talking? You know, I did the old. Do you mean me?" And she said, "Yeah, podcaster, get over here." And I said, "What perchance? What podcaster perchance do you think I am?" And she said, "You're the dull. You're the dull one. We we need to talk." And I said, "Would well, Would a Carol King send you?" And she gave me a knowing smile, and I said, "Okay." And she had a picnic, and she said, I figured I'd introduce myself with a picnic uh, and uh, break the ice, Uh, literally. And then she started breaking up ice into two glasses, had some bubbly water. That was a good move for a picnic, I guess, because uh, then the uh, water was ice cold. And she had one of my favorite dishes for picnics, uh, fried chicken with hot sauce that you could put on it, uh, cold. And brie and baguettes, uh, and so my guard was down right away. Even even my hay guard was down clearly because I sat down on this blanket, and we started. She said, Let's eat first, and then we'll talk. And I said, Well, I'm not good at I'm good at eating, not good at talking. I'm good at rambling, but not conversation anyway. So, uh, yeah, I said, well, why don't we, I said, it'd be great if you could explain to me what, what you, why you called me, like, what's happening here while I eat. And you could eat in between, you know, in between bites. Uh, that way I have the f- food to, to deflect my uncomfortableness. And then we'll establish some rapport. And then we'll move on. And she said, fair enough. Uh, and they said, are you going to, like, how do you eat with a flight suit on? I said, how are you going to keep that? Uh, and then the breeze picked up and flapped her, uh, scarf behind her. And I said, well, that's eerie a little bit. And she said, I'd rather just, uh, eat as well. And I said, okay, well, okay, there goes my big plans. Uh, and so we ate in mostly silence until I said, okay, Scoots, come on, you've been working on your people skills. And I said, uh. Do you, do you, do you listen to the podcast? And she held up her hand like that was a question not to be answered. And I said, cause I had this episode recently where I was talking about sipping broth. Uh, it was, it's a new invention. Well, it's actually just a repurposing of broth, uh, or, uh, whatever the other one's called, uh, stock. And it, I guess you could, I guess it would be better as like a pop-up restaurant, uh, Hopefully if somebody steals the idea they at least give me a complimentary uh visit for four, whatever 4 cents of broth uh but uh it, it's where you go and you sit and you sip broth or you know you could buy it and then heat it up and sip it uh, a bit like tea uh, but not as a soup like I said I think I was thinking instead of cocktail or you have broth time yeah yeah, that was one of my ideas. Whoa, what is that? Well, I was just wondering if we're going to have dessert because uh, they also had an episode uh, and I was watching her body language the whole time to see if she was a listener or not. Yeah, I'll be honest, most listeners sleep through the show, but even then, I, like uh, something about her body language uh, told me that she didn't like even get that broth talk would be something that would come. I said, oh, yeah, because I said broth talk, the pod- podcast about broth and... Uh, things in th- interesting to brothers, and she didn't, she didn't get that. It was a veiled reference to, you know, podcasts about podcasting, or screenwriting, and sc- things interesting to screenwriters. So I said, okay. And I said, do you know what my favorite broth to sip is? Uh, it's pho, or pho, or whatever. Uh, and she didn't say anything, so I said, okay, well, uh, Oh, then I started talking about dessert. Sorry, I got mixed up about getting. This is this is what happened there too. But I said I think I was thinking about a cooking show where kids cook in the back of a car. Country, I think it was called Country Cooking. But I thought I had thought of a dessert show too. Uh, but but I can't remember it right now but I did think of it like to show they just instead, I guess they could take one of those kids cooking shows and just take it on the road and they make the kids cook. Oh, and then my, one of my parts of my brain said bad idea. So I didn't do that. Uh, Like, so that was never a show, but I thought I had some other ideas. It was, so is it, is there any dessert? And she said, yeah, we have ding dongs. And I said, Holy moly. Uh, I said one pack to split one each. She said, correct. Uh, And I said, fair enough, uh, fair enough. Uh, And we sat and we ate the ding-dongs. And she said, I am here about a podcast intro. I know you were talking about Skywriters recently, and I happen to be a Skywriter. And I said, oh, boy, uh, Synchronicity is uh, more than the title of a police album, and she said, "Yeah." She goes, "Uh, she goes. I can't talk about how I got here, how I found you." I said, "Probably my phone, right? You, you just probably." He uh, said, they, they, "They tracks me every, you know." And she said, yeah, more or less." I said, "Carol King," uh, in my phone, and she said, "You know, don't worry about who my." Uh, and I said, okay, well, let's get to the gusto then, and now because I'm hopped up on a little sugar from this ding-dong and a tiny bit of caffeine and the chocolate. I said, tell me more. You're a skywriter, and and she goes, and I'm uh, a bit uh, a bit down. And I said, I can't even see The last time I saw any skywriting, and she said, exactly. And I said, I can remember once upon a time, every four or five years, seeing skywriting, at least for a few minutes. uh, And uh, then and now, uh, no more. And she said, yeah, she goes, the skywriting business has been down for decades. And then I I kind of stopped listening because there was these seagulls. And I I said, they better not come bug me. So I was watching them. But I'm pretty sure if I could recount what she said. She said, you know, my mother was a skywriter. My father was a copywriter. Or maybe something was a typewriter. I don't know. But, like, uh, you know, some sort of family history. Why she's dedicated to uh, skywriting. And I said, oh, that's great. Uh, I said, can we move to, like, another? I said, like, uh, while you're telling me this, uh, like, because there's those seagulls over there worry about them. I don't have a, I don't have like a flight cap. Uh, and she said, "No, no, no. I need help. Uh, I'm, I'm, a lonely skywriter. I'm a skywriter with nothing to write." Uh, and something about that, and maybe it was that there was a seagull call right at the beginning and right at the end. And she said, "I'm a skywriter with nothing to write." And it was. I, I don't know if it was heart wrenching. It was hard awakening, to be honest. I said, okay, well, there's a call to adventure. I don't need Joseph Campbell to freaking tell me that one. And I said, uh, I said, I could give you something to write. But then she kind of went into the economics of it. And I said, oh boy. And I said, here's a question. Why, why, like, uh, why you gotta, like, why only could you use white smoke? Uh, how come I, I said, there was your biggest mistake is, uh, not uh, whatever they call that when you uh, create invent you know you keep improving. And she 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 was going to interrupt me. I it. I said okay, let me just go on my tirade and I get it off my chest. I said one, uh, we should have had multicolor skywriting years ago. Two, if it exists, I don't know about it. Yeah, just little. Mean, I said I said then you could have put sparkles in there. Then you could have put fireworks in there or at least like sparklers or sparkly stuff. Uh, I said, three, really, I realized there's some, probably some sort of regulations or something. Uh, I said, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm here to help. I don't need the whole history of skywriting. Uh, and I said, one more thing. The last few times I have seen skywriting, it is S-T-I-N-K stunk with a U because it's like uh something letting out little dots instead of a constant stream and, and no like oh say let oh let the wind do the work uh, and for, for the letters uh wrong uh, uh, to me skywriting is a biplane or at least some kind of thing i, I said what was up with the, i said that was the." i said that and she told me the greatest tale of uh is skywriting you know she talked about regulation I was still fixated in the seagulls, so I may have filled in some fiction here. But she said, "Yeah, that it was a, it was a, you know, fix to ruin skywriting. Her father, like, hey, was that the typewriter or the copywriter? You know, with some rivalry, bought up all sky. You know, kind of like it was same. I think this comes up every like 80 episodes, like the plot of Roger Rabbit, but with skywriting." Uh, which I think it was so basically, in cover your ears. If you if you're a part of any oligarchy or whatever, or aristocrat, what are they? It's called aristocracy. whatever, aristocrat? If you're aristocrat or aristocrat, like the billboard barons, they bought up all the skywriting, and uh, they were in cahoots with that uh, those uh, those, uh, those blimps. Uh, you say, hey, what happened to all the flying of the signs? That barely ever happens anymore. Nothing. I, You know, I need more advertising when I'm outside, uh, like in a park, and especially a slow-developing one. So that's what happened with that is that uh, if they did that, then they said, okay, we're going to relaunch the skywriting. This was like 2013 or something with the dot skywriting. Uh, which if you've seen it, you, which you probably have, because it's the only, unless you live in some sort of uh, area with a bespoke, bespoke skywriter, you know, you've seen it. It's just like a jet flies and it does the top of all the letters. And, like no, and I said, when did they throw out cursive? That's another big mistake. Uh, and I said, as soon as they lost the romance of skywriting. And she said, well, this is all where I need your help. Uh, And I guess that's when I should have been paying more attention. But I knew this was more of like a spiritual quest anyway, because Carol King was involved, Uh, but she wasn't involved on my end, which meant I was on my own. Uh, So I probably should have been listening. But basically, that skywriting was oh, you know, the people said skywriting over it. and I said, wait a second. I said, you said, hey, podcaster. And now I'm seeing the parallels of podcasting and skywriting. And I said, it's not as big a leap as you might think. Uh, one, you know, one is like a, a form of uh, a, more, more or less a direct. I said, it's strange that skywriting's is kind of a direct form of uh, communication. Or I, I said, well, I thought there was a parallel in there. Uh, The parallel between skywriting and podcasting is that uh, like a lot of millennials and younger people haven't been exposed. Like just like long form audio, the radio kind of became just like the same 40 or 50 songs. And people hadn't been exposed unless they really dug deep uh, to to all these uh, talking people on the radio. Uh, People haven't seen writing in the sky and, you know, even Rihanna, dude, is like Diamonds in the Sky. Uh, she once sang, I said, You're, you are, I said, we're going to return. I said, We're going to fix this whole thing. And she said, Well, my conversation, she said, You know what? I got it. Thanks for lunch. I got it. And I said, No, no, no. My talking always undoes my uh, whatever authority. He said, Don't worry. I'm already coming up with a plan. And she said, What is your plan? And I said, Well, it's a slow device. I said, uh, First of all, we got to find some multicolored smoke. And she said, Well, that's a regulation. And I said, Okay, hold on. Hold on with the regulation stuff. And she said, What do you mean? And I said, "We, I said, We're, we're going to come over. With- I said, I just came up with another plan while I was going to tell you my plan. So now we have a two layered plan. And she said, What is it? And I said, uh, He said, we need some sort of rebel, uh, not you, uh, that we could loop into this. Uh, And she said, I'm a rebel. She said, look at me. And I said, yeah, you do have a bit of Amelia in you. Uh, And I said, you're very poised, if you don't mind me saying so. And anyone that would go to a picnic in a flight suit is, I guess that is rebellious in some way. And she said, what are you thinking? I said, well, here's the thing. In order to, I said, in order to save skywriting, just like in all of these tales, so many times, so well-worn the path, you have to be prepared uh, to uh, say goodbye to skywriting forever. Just, you know, if they make a movie, it's going to happen, too. I said, but first you'll give up your, uh, you know, what brought you happiness in your regular life uh, for skywriting. Then skywriting will be your only thing, and then you you know in order to save it you'll have to give it up. I think that's uh, how it works. But I said, are you willing to do that? And she said, no. You still have to establish some more authority before. I said, okay, fair enough. I said, let's get. I said, let's get to the airport or airfield. And uh, she said, well, we're not ready to fly. Yet. And I said, okay, I got. I said, I, oh, I said, you know what? Uh, I got a great idea. And she said, what? And I said, today is, uh, I think there's a big, p- there's this big uh, pitch day. And I said, not too far away. at the big university. Big U, as it, you know, they call it, uh, like, uh, not here, but uh, at, at Cal Berkeley, there's a big pitch day uh, for grants. I read about it in the paper. And she says, what's a paper? And then we both had a laugh. I said, it'd be great if you had, like, a, you know, one of those boat planes. And we could, because they said, it were, we were in San Francisco on Marina Green. And I said, it'd be great because we could just, it would take us, like, literally five minutes to get to Berkeley, where now it's going to take uh, forever. And she said, I'll drive while you fill me in on the plane. I said, no. I said, uh, my, my style of planning is more show up and... And solve everything. And she said, "Actually, I do have a plane, and it is parked nearby." And I said, "Let's do it." Uh, and then we got, and this was my first ride in one of those boat planes, or so a pontoon plane. And I said, "How come you don't name this thing like a boat?" Uh, I said, "This pontoon plane." And then she kept telling me the correct, you know, correct name, and I, you know, marine. Uh, aircraft or so i said boring i said is this the same model that uh, indiana jones uh, we got picked up in because it doesn't look the same hers was red and she said well what would you call it uh and i said, my first thing would be to call it red baron uh, but i said you have to work some sort of uh, aqua thing in there uh so I don't know. Maybe I said not aqua velva because if it was blue, I'd call it aqua velva. Yeah, but I, said, I don't know. That doesn't really make you fly either. I don't know. Red red uh, red boat. Red red pontoon. Not good. And uh, we got out, and she actually had to drive it as a boat, so we we couldn't get in the air because some uh, she called I don't know forty one forty one breaker breaker. And I said, can you get all the other CB channels in there? And she said, yeah. And I said, so not the FFA, you know, not the ones that are going to, I said, she she said, yeah, go down to this this level. And I said, great. I said, this will save us some time. And I said, Breaker, Breaker, this is Red Baron here calling Any any lonely truckers out there. Uh, in the middle of a drive, uh, looking to stretch their legs, uh, looking to help someone, uh, rekindle their dreams. And at the same time, um, you know, say goodbye to their dreams probably, uh, and they, like no one of course said it, uh, uh, really came back. And then I said, uh, break a breaker, uh. One five, quit picking your nose out there, truckers. Get your fingers out of your noses. Uh, Hand two hands on the wheel. Ten and two. This is Red Baron, and I'm watching out for you. Uh, You know, keep it driving through the night. Big wheels, keep on turning. Uh, I'll check in soon. And then she said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Well, we need some. We're going to need some help here." And none of the truckers seem, I said, we're not really in a good you know, place where there's like down-home truckers willing to help somebody down on the block. And she said, I need to know more, more of your uh, plan. And I said, here's the plan. Here's what you need to worry about. Uh, I said, uh, f- first of all, uh, like uh, parking this boat, uh, boat plane. And she said, don't worry, I got a, at the Berkeley Marina, I got a, like, whatever you call that, a a spot to park. Uh, And she goes, that's where I, she goes, that's where my car's parked anyway. And I said, you have two cars, like, and and, uh, two plane spots. Uh, He said, not being a a skywriter. And she said, well, my dad was, like you said, a copywriter. So uh, uh, she goes, "I'm, I'm living off his savings right now. And that's part of why my heart needs to soar. And I said, okay, well, we're on on this. Don't worry. Uh, Don't you worry one bit. And she parked the uh, plane, old Red Baron, in a spot, uh, whatever those are called. I think they're not locks, uh, but they're called, I think it's called a slip. We slipped right in there. And she said, what's the plan? And I said, here's the plan. He said, I just looked on my phone, and the, uh, the pitch thing is until tomorrow, which is even better. And I said, you need to come up with a flight plan uh, to be able to fly over the campus of Cal Berkeley uh, tomorrow. And uh, he said, well, like, like any time between 10 and 2 p.m., and she said, uh, what are we going to do? And I said, we're going to save skywriting as we know it. And we're going to re- reinvigorate or, uh, you know, get you forever banned from skywriting or, uh, you know, ch- change the world. Like, uh, we're going to do, we're we going to enact my plan. And she said it would help if I knew more about it. I said, here's the thing. Go, I need you to run off to Safeway. And or like an art supply store and get some kind of like food coloring so you can color the smoke. Uh, And she goes, that's not how it works. But actually, I have a warehouse in my house. So let's go there. And I said, I got to stay here. Uh, I I need to use the uh, CB all all night. Uh, I got to keep an all night watch uh, for truckers and people on the long haul. And she said, "What do we need truckers for to save skywriting?" And I said, "I just haven't had." I, I said, "I haven't." Had, I, I said, I'll, "I'll figure it out." I, this is a tool that whatever Carol King or whatever uh, spiritual forces has united us. I'm, I'm here to help you save skywriting. You go uh, figure out what colors you choose the colors of the smoke. Yeah, it definitely put some uh, spark, whatever those things are called, some glitter in there. Uh, maybe not because then it'll fall and people would complain. Uh, but I said, you know, do just do your best. I'll be here talking to truckers. Uh, and she headed off. Uh, and I realized how impolite I had been. I hadn't even introduced myself. Uh, it, it gets you when you're questing. And you might be listening and saying, Scoots doesn't know. And believe it or not, I actually have a plan. But I guess I got distracted by the CB or the whatever radio, now set to CB mode. So I hop back on the CD, CB, and I said, Breaker, Breaker, 1-5, uh, uh, this is Red Baron here. Uh, keeping your feet warm throughout to n- the night. Uh, I'm going to be running, running my gums on this channel all night long. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, it'll be easy listening all night here. Uh, Breaker, Breaker, uh, 1-5. I think I was supposed to say because it it's Channel 15. And then someone said, Heaven's some Murgatroyd, but not in that, like in a much saltier language, uh, and I said, okay, now I'm definitely saying, and they said, okay, break great, great news here. Uh, I just got a request in, uh, from Murgatroyd, like Heaven's some Murgatroyd, uh, uh, for me to ramble, uh. And I got a request going out to a request to actually. Everybody here on Channel 15, I want to paint you a picture. Breaker, breaker, uh, uh, over. And, uh, then the one person, they said a couple more things. That only encourages me, though. And I said, thanks for the encouragement, everybody out there. I never got so many messages back. And, uh, I said, uh, Harry, you know, I was making stuff up uh, between you and me. Uh, just to mess with the other one person on there." I said, "Big Harry, thanks, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to tell you this story now tonight." Uh, uh, Jane, Alice, uh, thanks for getting back to me. I, oh boy, I'm glad your feet are warm, and this story is going to warm it even more. Carl, yeah, I'm here. Thanks for thanks for uh, so the support. Uh, Uh, Lewis uh, and Lorraine, glad that the two of you are sharing a cab uh, this evening, and you're going to be sharing a story with me soon, over. And the same person came back. But then other people said, uh, then uh, there was some chatter. And I said, breaking in on chatter here, breaking in on the chatter, it's the Red Baron. And I want to tell you a story. I want those of you I I know that out there, and the highways and the byways of the world, behind the big rigs and the little rigs, and maybe even uh, in your garage, listening in at home, you know, wherever the roads may take you, uh, you may remember a time, or you may have heard about a time when once there was writers in our sky, maybe you have that one pure memory uh, where the summer breeze was warm, Uh, The cola was sweet on your tongue. The ice cream was in your hand. And there in the sky was a buzzing, uh, raising and lowering in pitch. Against the blue and the occasional cloud was a plane. And then out of the black back of the plane came a jet of smoke. And you said to yourself, uh, holy mackerel, and maybe the plane started with a couple test letters. But soon it became clear the plane was writing a message. And depending on the wind and depending on how good the skywriter was and where you had to be, you may have saw if it was a happy birthday message or if it was a shop at Big Al's market message. Uh, But it had you anticipating. It had you watching. And one day, that all disappeared. And as you, behind the big rigs of the world, know, the world isn't as simple as the circles of a wheel, of the highways and the byways, uh, of good folks patting one another on the back and saying, keep it up, Uh, uh, keep that big wheel a-turning. Uh, Those of you out there know about restrooms that are out of order, metaphorically in this case, uh, but maybe not even. Because I'm wondering, I'm sitting here in my own borrowed big rig right now, wondering uh, where I'm going to have a step and, uh, and, and take a deep breath, if you know what I'm saying. But once upon a time, there was writing in the sky. And... Between those good old days and now, uh, the only good thing that's happened to the sky has been Rihanna. And that was just in our ears. Uh, It didn't touch our eyes. Uh, But maybe one day uh, there will be someone. uh, You could listen to Diamonds in the Sky while someone doesn't uh, just uh, uh, write in the sky. You know they sculpt uh, in the sky, or they calligraphize the sky. And I know this only works in movies, uh, but uh, you know, Breaker Breaker, if you if you can help, if you could spread the word, you know this is going to be free tomorrow in Berkeley, California. Yeah, uh, there's going to be writing in the sky, and if you go to the you know whatever. Uh, uh, Bowery Hall at, uh, 1 PM and cheer outside and chant what you see and let it affect you. Let the, uh, nostalgia impact you and the skywriting impact you. Uh, there'll be a big, yes, a big vote for a yes, for dreams, uh, breaker, breaker, uh, out, uh, and then, yeah, then just some people started chattering and then there was some talk about skywriting. The person, the complaining person was still trying to complain, but they're drowned out. And then there's some confusion over what I was talking about. So then I went back on and tried to re-explain it five different ways. And I said, basically, if you love skywriting, let somebody know or be there yourself uh, at Berkeley's campus, uh, especially in your big rigs, uh, and feel free to park wherever. And uh, But, you know, make sure you're there, whatever, wherever Bowery Hall, uh, the big uh, the big pitch uh, for uh, whatever. I, I forgot. I didn't have to tell them that. That was just part of my – and then I fell asleep in the uh, cab of the plane. And there was plenty of blankets in there. So I know my friend, she had slept there before. And then the next day, she came and she brought coffee, and she she said, "You slept here, eh?" Like, and I said, "Yeah, I did." And I said, "How?" And she said, "I've been up all night." I said, "Me too," except for the parts where you found me when I was asleep. that part, I was asleep for. And she said, "How'd it go last night?" And I said, "We'll see." I said, "We'll see if anybody believes in dreams anymore." But if anybody does, it's truckers or, you know, people, amateur CB people. I don't know what kind of. I said maybe somehow that leaked out. Uh, I said also I called some of my friends and they taped it and put it on the internet. So hopefully that happened too. Uh, I believe Cher once said, you know, if you believe in skywriting and love, uh, you'll fill the sky. With This is what you're going to do. Then I tried to inspire her, you know, with words so bright. uh, I really don't think, you know, your your writing could ever uh, not be good enough uh, because I believe in writing in the sky. And she kind of looked at me dumbfounded. And I said, by the way, I'm Scoots. I never caught your name. And she said it was uh, Hannah. And I said, but you like to go by AE, don't you? And, and I, because I saw like a monogrammed initials on a leather case, but I didn't say that. And she said, you're, you're wise. And she said, so what's the plan? I said, well, you get up in there. I said, at uh, whatever, 10 o'clock, I said, you get up there in the sky and start writing. And she said, writing what? And I said, well, I've written down some words for you to write. uh, I said, my handwriting. I said, you could always text me, too. And she said, what's the plan? I said, the plan is uh, to make skywriting for you sustainable and to reawaken the world's love in skywriting. And I said, that's been the plan all along, hasn't it? And she said, it is. I said, well, take your... uh, I said, what colors of sky skywriting do you have? And she said, just you wait. And I said, well, I, I said, actually, I won't be, I'll be in, I said, I'm going to have to, I said, okay, I guess I'll wait. So she headed, she started, you know, just spinning the propeller or whatever. And I took her car, I headed to campus. And then on the way to campus, luckily there's this costume store underground down an alley a costume store where they know me for my other adventures and they like it was just, just sometimes if i have paid off my bills there they like me so they showed up i said i need a music man costume stat uh and they said dick van dyke music man and i said i, I don't know was that who played them yeah but the music man rhymes with pool uh in a cane, one of those canes I may, may be doing some tap dancing. So maybe put some t- tap dancing shoes together. And they said, okay. And they said, you know, you got to sign the waiver that says you didn't rent this from us. And because the last few times that they could, and I said, yeah, give me unlabeled, unmarked, unmarked costume. But for sure, untraceable costumes. That's the only thing I wear. And I was costumed as a music man, which I didn't know. So oh, that needs a reboot to be. But it's just a snazzy outfit. I wasn't actually going as a music person, the music man. But I liked that whole get up, and it gave me some confidence. And so I drove into Berkeley, and there was this big pitch fest going on for Grant's. Uh, Particularly, just just all sorts of grants and those other things like I, like to do the things when you're a school like theses, paid theses, and all I don't know all sorts of different things and, and uh, so I tap my cane. You know, I got on the, it always has a stage uh, that's not usually used except for the start or your granting and whatever granting of grants, and I tap my cane. And stood on the stage and waited for attention. I crossed my fingers that uh, the truck drivers everywhere were gathered around the Berkeley campus. Uh, they started swinging my cane. You know, people, when they see that kind of thing, they wonder, uh, okay, is that just a person? Like, uh, is that someone I should be making eye contact with or avoiding eye contact with? Or is it some sort of performer? Or is it someone that has to, uh, Desperately desires attention, and I, you know, it would be a sleep podcast, and so uh, I waited, and waited for the anticipation to build a little bit, uh, and then I made sure the mic was on, and I tapped my cane again. And I point, and I flip my cane around. And I pointed to the sky, which was the ceiling of this big, uh, giant room, like kind of like a gymnasium, yeah, but it was called a hall. And I said, "Look at the sky, uh, so empty, without a message, without a meaning, uh, without uh, anything but you know nature's bounty of clouds and weather." The sky has not always been empty, though. And those of you among us that are the most curious, and then I heard somebody, in a, like this woman in a very truckery voice, say, sky riding. and I said, that's right, there's something that's been missing from the sky, writing in the sky. And many of you might be too young to remember the days when it wasn't, uh, the Greek or Roman gods that were riding in the sky. And it wasn't your imagination projecting onto the clouds, uh, but there would be a plane across the sky sending a message about a quinceañera or uh, like a car car sale or some other thing, like happy 4th of July maybe. And then the world changed, and big business got bigger, and our hearts got a little bit smaller. And the sky remained empty, except for occasional things. Uh, you said, that's not as good as the nostalgia in my heart. Well, I'm here to tell all of you, uh, some of the brightest and most intelligent people in this room, uh, that I'm here with a proposal, uh, with a question, with an inquiry, an inquiry into the human condition, in a search for answers of affect and effect, of cause, of pebbles in the water with the ripples of flo- slowly floating away. And uh, I don't know if there's anybody here granting grants for those kind of things, uh, But uh, in my dreams, there are. And you might say, what's this? uh?" And, you know, sometimes I can actually hold a room. And then, like, during this time, more and more truckers did start showing up and yelling, encouraging words. So, you know, anybody that's not a fan of truckers, you can take that into your trucker cap and smoke it. And they were mostly yelling stuff about the sky and writing. And I said, I was thinking of a question one time that a student or a a theologian or a philosopher might pose, uh, that they might uh, put it into a grant and package it up and find actionable items or whatever it is you look for, deliverables. Uh, impacts uh, and things you could quantify uh, because we all know while you could quantify the number of heartbeats in a minute, you can't uh, quantify the beating of a heart. While you could theorize on the weight of a cloud, you can't weigh dreams. And then some trucker said, get on to it. And I said, you're right, you're right, uh, And I said, what if uh, one of these uh, people working on their thesis, uh, one of these uh, people thinking about a broad university study, have you ever asked yourself what would happen uh, to a community if wonderful words appeared in the sky? What would that happen? And then someone said, what would happen? I said, you're right, what would happen? Would that be quantifiable if it said something? And then the truckers, you know, then it was timing was perfect. Uh, and uh, it ran outside, and uh, people started running outside, and then it said, uh, uh, like uh, the first one said, Do you believe in love? Uh, and it was in purple. And it was a question mark. It was written in kind of half cursive, half print. Uh, It took about 18 minutes to to put that in the sky. And then that dissipated. And then the next one said, good job. And I said, I'm wondering, Burke, maybe we should have tested this out somewhere other than Burke. Because they said, maybe there's like a 50-50 split on the impact. And I said, that's still quantifiable, though. I was talking out loud because all the... uh, And I said, here's the thing. Uh, Who is that person writing in the sky? Who is she? Uh, Her name is AE, AE Skywriting. Uh, You could probably find her. I don't know if there's a skywriting forum. And, you know, people were cheering. And I said, you know, uh, it'd be the community you want to see. Something, I don't know. She she started winging it, like uh, writing stuff. You know, it's not easy being green. That was another one. That was in green. I liked that one. And then she underlined it. And uh, eventually, like, uh, everybody dissipated. And I headed back down to the marina. And she returned flush with skywriting. Like a thin layer of uh, sweat on her skin from being in the sky, from writing, from concentrating. And she said, my voicemail is like, she uh, got 86 voicemail messages. I said, how many are from the FAA or the other one, FTC or whatever the heck? Uh, and she said T- 12. uh said 18 are from truckers. Uh, asking, you know, uh, uh, like checking my status and, She said the rest of them are from uh, uh, researchers uh, wondering and a couple podcasters that don't do sleep podcasts. And I said, well, there you go. And she said, and then uh, there's more like requests for, you know, birthday parties and stuff like that. She said it's cost prohibitive is the thing. And I said, not if we get the right grant. And I said, well, you're on your path. You're on your way. And I said I got to be on my way, uh, but I said, you know, there's. A, she said, "Of course, there's a chance uh, of me letting you sit in the like, uh, seat, while, like the co-pilot seat, while you sky write. And I said, "Exactly, that's what I was hoping for." And uh, she said, "What?" She said, "What should we write?" And I said, "East Bay, you got to write hell." Uh, I think that's pretty much what they said. Even though it's like six years old, too, I said, th- I think that's what you got to write. And, uh, and she did that. Uh, and then she listed, you know, Oakland, Berserkly, uh, Emeryville. It was cool. And, and uh, then she started doing curlicues. Then they said, hey, you got to get, a, you know, your, your flight plan's uh, no longer valid. And we landed, and she said, I want you to take the CB. And I said, You can't take the CB from your plane. And she said, Well, I I got, she goes, One of the grants already went through. She goes, I'm getting a new plane. She said, Like some tech company, you know, one of those tech billionaires already set it up. I said, Wow, holy wow, wow, woo. And so we parted ways, and then, you know, every, a few nights, I would get on that CB, and uh, the Red Baron would take to the airwaves. Uh, channel 15, maybe, I don't know what channel it was, and uh, it'd be Breaker breaker and out there uh, to all the truckers, to all my good buddies. I'd, now I could say Breaker Breaker, good buddy, this is the Red Baron thanking you uh, for saving skywriting. And for keeping someone's dreams going. Good night. I want to thank everybody who supported the show on Patreon. Uh, uh, Lee, Rebecca, and Jesse with an IE. Thanks, thanks, and good night. Sally, Cursey and Kim D. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Emily, Terry, and Sebulon. Uh, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, uh, Ryan... Warren and Byron, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Thomas, uh, Corey, and Mary Beth, thank you, thanks, and good night. Michelle, Wayne, and Cassie, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Abby, Janice, and Melanie, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, David, Luke, and Teresa, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Logan, Mary, and Mohan, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Cheryl, Pe- Peggy, and Kathy. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Kimarine, Maia, and Tabitha. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Craig, Ashley, and Jennifer. Thank you, thanks, and good night. Carly, Zinzi, and Calvin. Thank you, thanks, and good night. Alice of Virginia and Bonnie. Thank you, thanks, and good night. Andre, uh, Andrea and... Uh, Donald, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Julie, Matthew, and Angie, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, David, Eric, and JV Hampton, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Kurt, uh, Kirsten, and Vic, thank you, thanks, and good night. And Max and Julia, thank you, thanks, thanks everybody for supporting the show on Patreon, and good night.